0: Hockey hasn't completely taken over your life yet. Subscribe to podcasts of Hockey Central at noon through iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Sportsnet 590 The Fan. On demand. Going in for the Shot of shot, Stars. It's game day. Austin Matthews wins the game. Getting you set for the Leafs and Sabres.
1: John Tavares with
0: a hat trick. This is the Leafs morning skate. Mitch Arner. Sportsnet 590, The Fan. All
2: right, it is indeed time for Leafs Morning Skate. The Leafs and the Sabres tonight, 7 o'clock on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. And Sportsnet, Leafs, 3-0 losers to the Nashville Predators last night. Sean Mathias, Andre DeVoe, Jeff Blair. It is Leafs Morning Skate. Um, The gentleman, the uh, thinking, and and Sean, will start with you. The thinking in this game seems to be that the Leafs had, they had a run of about 25 minutes where probably their best run a hockey in the past couple of weeks against a good team Um, still didn't score. Uh, But on the other hand, they didn't let six goals in. I mean, I know we're not supposed to be at the stage where we're looking for silver linings, but I I came away. I came away liking by and large what I saw to the least last night. And if they get that type of performance, I've got to think that uh, they'll manage to score a couple of goals. Yeah. The next time.
3: Yeah. They played a really good team. Goalie was playing well. I mean, they were working hard. They were doing uh, the little things that, that will bring them success. But, I mean, they're playing a top-caliber team, a team that could possibly go to the Stanley Cup Finals here. And they're just not getting the job done. And mm-hmm. this time of year, I mean, it's frustrating. It's a lot of question marks right now. I mean, this is when they need to be playing their best hockey, peaking right before the playoffs just to get ready. And uh, there's, uh, this isn't good. This isn't what they want to be doing. So there's a lot of injuries. Um, you spoke about depth off there. And, uh, I mean, there is a lot of question marks here.
1: Definitely their best stretch of of uh that we've seen lately, but at the you know, you run into a hot goalie. It's kind of the same story it was the start of the year, mm-hmm. but in their favor. Uh, you know, the I thought they all played Nashville, especially in the second period, um, you know, and little bits of the
2: third, but Pecorini stood pretty tall. Um You know, there was a lot of talk. Uh and Brian Burke mentioned this as well. Well, we'll deal with it later, the whole the whole question about depth and, and whether or not he's trying to tilt. Tilt things uh, towards towards Kyle Dubas. The thing the thing about last night is there was not for especially in the first period and for large chunks of the third period there wasn't an awful lot of room for the Leafs. That's probably what they are going to see in the playoffs. Uh, we've already said this isn't a team that's going to fight its way through that. Right? They're not going to. They're going to have to hope that their skill eventually wins out, uh, even when they run out of room. Did you see anything in that game? That gives you some, gives you an idea that going into the playoffs, the Leafs are perhaps that they can do that. You know what I mean? I, I mean the, the the Predators seem to have provided the blueprint in a lot of ways through their two games that they played against the Leafs for beating the Leafs. Um, and as I said, the Leafs are never going to be the strongest team out there. Can they win playing that type of game that they played last night in the playoffs?
1: I well, they they had their chances to score. I mean. Uh, uh, y- Predators right at the last minute a couple times you know batted away a puck right in right in mm-hmm. the goal right in the crease to to take away a goal so you you can definitely win I mean it's the NHL if Matthews or Tavares or Marner get hot I mean they could win playing like that it just um, my problems are it, it just looks to me. That teams are having. I saw it yesterday in Nashville. Teams are just having a really easy time mm-hmm. breaking out of their zone. I, I don't see you know. They, yesterday it was the uh, it was the stre- uh, not the stretch pass, the cross ice, the pass, ice to, pass to the to the far winger, and Nashville did that. I want to say ten times, and no pressure. The guy could skate the whole way up the ice, and uh, there, there's little things like that that bug me. I've been saying it for for a little while now. I, I just think they need to get in. Stronger on the forecheck and bang some bodies and have more zone time. Stop, you know nothing. Everything doesn't have to be mm-hmm. a goal off the rush. Sometimes zone times is just as important.
3: The answer is no. They will not be successful if they're playing this <laughs> way because every ten games it gets tougher and tougher and tougher, and the time and space gets smaller and smaller and smaller. And you look at the first ten games. I mean, Austin Matthews had how many goals? Ten goals in ten games. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just not the same anymore as the season. Uh, progresses I mean it gets a lot tougher and these teams that are gearing up for the playoffs they're getting ready to play their best hockey the teams that aren't in the playoffs they're trying to keep their jobs for next year these young players or older players now more probably but um, they're not going to be successful playing like that they need they can't expect to have all this time and space out there it's going to get harder and harder and you played a team like Nashville who's always in your face making it a hard night on you and yeah they played well but you need to play well so you don't get blown out by a team like that and and, you know, the message in the room from Babcock and stuff probably was very, very well heard, and the mm-hmm. effort was there, but the depth wasn't there. The, the team's just not as good as a team like Nashville.
2: Um, one of the things I will say, and, and I'm sure we probably all had the same thought, and it's uh, Leafs morning skate with Sean Mathias and Andre to vote, and Jeff Blair. We probably, we probably had the same thought when Jake Muzzin gave up the puck on that first goal. I thought, here come the floodgates. And, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, what the hell happens if they have to take Freddie Anderson out of the game? I mean, all the, all the worst-case scenario things go go through your head. Is there anything to be said for the fact that they didn't cave in in that, in, in that particular situation, Andre? Is, is, and what did you expect when you – because that – will look, <clears throat> the camera shot of Jake Muzzin on the bench was – you know, you could tell that these guys were <clears> – <throat> you could tell that they were beside themselves. Were you – Do we give them any credit for having pushback from that, or is that am I really reaching at this point? Uh, Should we not be doing that? I think
1: you you have to give them credit. I I didn't think they played. um, I I thought in the second they were the better team. Mm -hmm. I I really felt that way. I thought in the second they really and I I felt a little bit they were the better team. And Nashville kind of laid back and kind of did not. I think Nashville only had five or six shots in the second, something silly like that. So um, you you do have to give them credit, but at the end of the day. it's about W's. I mean, right. that, that, that's when you play, that's the way it is. That's what fans care about. That's what management cares about. So, um, in
3: 60 minutes.
1: Yeah, in 60. Yeah, you do have to play a full game, too. You're absolutely right. They
3: play well for 20, but they're not playing well for 60. You look at Philadelphia the other night. I mean, take the pause out positives out of that they came back from a 5-2 game but I mean they
1: still went down 5 I didn't think so I didn't see the the Philly game right when uh, I watched the Philly game uh, two days ago I like to watch games in clumps you get a better impression that way and I wasn't that impressed with that comeback you know that to be if uh i forget their goalie's name if he doesn't let in those two Muzzin goals that game's mm-hmm. done you know and those were awful goals. you know not taking anything away from that goalie but they was those
2: were awful goals and, and philadelphia was in in that game
1: they were back to back yeah you know they couldn't move in the third they didn't period. have an answer that, that wasn't something to be you know to, to write home about uh and uh to say you know this team they found a way and oh they got really lucky but Yesterday was was a step, I think, in the right direction. I, I think, uh, you know, if they were playing a l- lesser caliber team. Uh, caliber team, but tonight they have to win. I mean, mm-hmm. you, you have—I don't care if it's back-to-backs and sparks—and that you, you have the Buffalo Sabers, who are—they—they are, they got a, a shootout win the other day. But besides that, they've—the last time they won, I think, is the last time against Toronto. Well, they or, used to say, "Good
3: teams
2: yeah. don't lose three in a row." Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. they used to Where say that. Where are we now? At,
2: yeah. Um, well, and, and look, and the, and the point we've often said is the one thing about this lease team that's so maddening is they, they can play well against a good team and then they can really play down to the level of their opponents. And and they've got some, I mean, they, they, they've got, this is not the most difficult schedule in the history of the NHL facing the lease right now. Um, so if they're going to play down to something, I got a bad feeling about tonight's game. The fact that Garrett Sparks isn't going, I got a <laughs> do you about read that any, later. Do you read into anything Sparks said after his last performance? Well, I, I was going to ask you guys this, um, and we may have touched on this yesterday. You want your backup goalie saying that? No. No. Okay. that bothered me so <laughs> yeah. much. I'd be like, listen. Yeah. <laughs> Could you
3: always get on this league? Yeah. Uh, well, you're no, Marlo, I, I,
1: I would have, ro- like, honestly. You're coming uh, at the guys with the A's uh, on, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, on, on 90% of the teams I played on, if the backup goalie said that, the guys would just roll their eyes and. Mm-hmm. You know, look at him, like, are, are you serious? There's there's certain guys you expect that from who are the leaders, but then there's other guys. Who, you can say it to the team. You yeah. Stand yeah up not to, not of, him, yeah. to the but media. Not to the media, yeah. Not the media. yeah. yeah
3: not when you're, absolutely. is he a rookie backup? Like, was he in the league last year? I can't remember. Like, that's exactly the point right there. I, I
1: wouldn't even say him being a rookie. i just say, like. It's he, not about that, he, but he hasn't been. You're talking the, to
3: Marlo Tavares? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah,
1: Like, No. I I do that I, yeah I, th- I think there's few guys in that room that you know if patrick Marlowe stands up or jt stands up or captains too, yeah, yeah morgan riley if if they stand up and say something that you know everybody listens but guy, i don't think not to the media are, you can yeah. stand up
3: you can yeah. say what you want in that room not to the media guys
2: and 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 you know you guys haven't been in locker rooms um guys who aren't stars We'll stand up and say stuff in a room, won't oh, you? Absolutely. Speak, if you've you, got you speak something to the yeah, you your mind. Yeah, you speak your
1: mind. I mean I remember when I was here in Toronto, uh Ian White was a guy you heard of from a mm-hmm. lot. You know, he, he's always you knew exactly how he felt and guys really respected him for that because he would call guys out right to their face. Yeah. And and guys honestly, like I, I like that better. You know, yeah. if somebody has a problem with me or the way I'm playing, I would rather hear it than hear it through a couple other Uh, Sources. So, but do you uh, read into
3: anything he said about that? I I, say nobody's saying anything in the room. I think I
1: think he's regurgitating things that are being said in the room. I I I think I I think that you know one of the big dogs is saying that, and he's regurgitating it to the media. He's making a silly mistake saying it to the media.
2: Yeah, I I I think he was emotional. I thought it was you know I was thinking we had Curtis Joseph in here a couple of years ago. Curtis Joseph, God love him, was one of the worst post-game interviews in the history of sports what a guy though was such an awesome but we he he and he made the point i asked him about that i he was on the air and i said that's a pretty good interview how come why weren't you doing any of this when you were a goalie he said because i didn't want to give anybody anything he said there were nights where i thought our team was awful or I was hurt, but I'm not going to tell the media that. I'm going to dumb it. Essentially what he yes. said is I'm going to dumb it down.
1: Especially in this market. I yeah. mean, you, you don't want to be saying anything. to, And that's, that's what
2: makes me like if think. if Garrett Sparks, if they lose 4-3 tonight and Garrett Sparks lets in a couple of cookies.
1: Yeah. Well, but Are you calling for Hutchinson? <laughs> maybe. But but that's, you know, I, I played here. Uh, I was here for a bit, and I know just from – my time here there, there's a lot that the media and the fans don't know about that happens behind mm. closed doors so it's with every team though. yeah well, absolutely but I, i'm just saying they they make an effort here to keep it internal
2: who so who's the best guy you played with at, at at sort of doing that at knowing when to say things sean knowing when to say things and doing it in the right way was there somebody who was really effective that you played with in that regard Ooh. well winnipeg there's a lot of guys that would say a lot of things quietly um
3: but when guys like Bufflin steps up and says something, uh, you listen because for the most part he's joking around. He's a good, he's always in a good mood and right. and playing around. But when someone like that steps up, or you know your your leadership guys, there's always like a leadership core, right? There's mm-hmm. probably like eight guys in a room that are great. You have guys like Bufflin and and Wheeler there in Winnipeg who are doing a great job. But then you have a guy like Hendricks there who's mm-hmm. your fourth line center who maybe isn't playing every single night or playing four minutes a night, and he's in that room and he's. He's talking more than your captains are because yeah. yeah. he's a role player. He's he's hard hardworking. He knows that a guy like Wheeler, Shifley, they're focusing on their game. Right. There's things that they maybe don't see always because they're playing 25 minutes a night. Right. He's playing four or five minutes a night. He's seen it a different way. He's seen the energy on the bench is different. Paul Maurice would talk a lot about that, the energy on the bench. we got to keep that going, keep that up, keep the energy high. And a guy like Hendricks was really good for doing that because – you keep the young guys in the game. Because some young guys, they might play seven minutes and they get down on themselves. Mm-hmm. They get they get mopey or whatever. It's just that happens. But with a guy like that on your bench, it keeps the energy high and it keeps everyone in good spirits. And, and that's the energy you need out of a winning team.
1: Yeah, anybody can really say anything. I mean, guys respect you enough to hear your opinion, but you have to be doing your job. Mm-hmm. You, you can't be saying stuff and then... Yeah, don't Go, come out of
3: the crease and then it bounces off the board and you leave an open net and then come.
1: That's that's what I mean. Like, like dump he, on
3: your teammates. Yeah,
1: well, it's that's just, what I hear. If yeah, I was a teammate there, I'd be it, like, really? I, that's man? why I was. I'm I'm just surprised. Like I, I give him credit for for like having the the you know I want to say the. You could say the balls. The balls. Uh, the balls to say it. Yeah. But. but uh, um, at the same time, I just, you know, I, I don't think you go to the media with that. I just don't think why, it's respectful what, yeah, to that, 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 that's Yeah, that's what makes me think he was regurgitating something that was said.
2: Um, you know, Brian, as I mentioned, Brian Burke had some comments this morning on the starting lineup about um, Mike Babcock, and, you know, two days in a row now, Mike's kind of gone off in these tangents about depth, and a lot of people think that he's kind of, you know, essentially saying, well, he's essentially saying, hey, I'm, I'm playing the, you know the, the hand he's, I've been he's dealt. He's hedging his bets. He's hedging his yeah. bets. He's getting ready to find a scapegoat in case they go. and well, play in a first bottom round. six guy more than Matthew some nights. So, yeah. come on. well, I was going to say he. Uh, Mer- Jeff Merrick made the point that he he's saying I'm just playing the hand that I've been dealt, and my argument was, sometimes you're not. <laughs> you no. know, sometimes you're not. You're you. It's like you're mixing the cards up, and you and you you're coming up with the wrong hand. But does that stuff? You know, coach talking about depth, uh, you know, I saw that Kyle Dubas yesterday sent out on Twitter uh, a cartoon that was uh, how to describe this. It had, you know, easy answers, difficult answers, and all the people following the, the arrow towards easy answers were going off the cliff. And I, I have no idea why he sent that out. But does that stuff the, – the players pay attention to that, Andre? You know, Coach uh-huh. – I mean, talking about depth. Yeah, and- I,
1: I mean, a a little bit, but like like I said earlier, there, there's a lot that goes on internally. Um, so, you know, Mike Babcock talking about depth or this and that. You you don't know if what he's mm-hmm. saying to guys like Matthews or JT and Martin. You don't know if there's a rift there or if they're buddy buddies. I, I, I mean, there's there's a lot to read into to his comments, and I think I, I think it is kind of a a, a job at Dubis. I think he is he's. Doing a calculated move there. But um, I, yeah, I, he, he's, you know, he has to play. I, I don't agree with a lot of Babcock's decisions. I don't. I, I think Tyler Ennis should be in the lineup every night. Well, he I, talks I,
3: about don't. accountability. And yeah, as soon as you start I, losing I, games, it's now you're going at your GM, yeah, I, going at I, your I, players. Kneelanders plays a couple good games. And then you start talking about the negatives from the first two months. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. It, stop it, stop it,
1: that. It's, like, come yeah, on. I, I, I just. I, I don't agree with. There's a lot of things I scratch my head. Some of the line combos, the the fact that uh, you know we we haven't really seen Marner and Matthews together at all this year. We we don't even know.
3: I like that. I like him with Tavares though. I like him with G, I like him with like but and I
1: Matthews. you know like the he's not know. you know I I think Matthews is he he's the engine that runs this team when he's scoring. This team is winning and and guys are pumped and the city's pumped and.
2: I also think he's the guy going into the playoffs. Like you've got to do everything you can to make sure he has a good playoffs. Because to me, he's to me he's the he's the guy. He's got to be the guy in the first round. Has to be eleven point six, and
1: and he's paid now. You know, so it's it's very it's very different. And you know, I hope the listeners understand that it's not not caring, but it's not having the same motivation that you did before. The same things uh, sometimes with the star players. you know, if, if if things aren't going well, it's it's really easy to go the other way. But know? who knows?
3: Maybe this is the best thing for them right now. Maybe this is their, you know they're in a slump. Yeah, they're a young group. This yeah. is the toughest part of toughest part of the season is the last little stretch, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But we all know how hard playoffs are going to be. Maybe this is the best. It's a wake up call for them. They are a young team. They got some swag in their step when things are going well. Just takes one good game, and maybe their confidence is back. Everything starts gelling right before playoffs because. I I like this team. I do. There's some depth problems there on the on defense, especially. But I do like where this team's going. I
1: like them offensively. I, I think uh, I, I just think from a they have no role players. There's no there's no like mm-hmm. heart. You know there's there's no. I and I'm not talking. People always think uh, that, that I'm talking about fighting. I'm not talking about fighting. But a guy that shows emotions and and when they're down runs around and and tries to get his team fired up or. or you know, we were talking yesterday. I, I haven't seen one guy. When's the last time you saw, you know, a battle in front of the net and, and a guy slash a guy? You know, it might be a stupid penalty, but a guy who's saying to the other team, you know, don't mess with me. You know, I'm going to be here next. I haven't seen that once no, this
2: year. I, I, One of the things that kind of bothers me about this team is when they do take a penalty, a lot of times it's – I wouldn't say it's ticky-tack, but it's, a, you know, it's like pulling somebody down with your stick or there, there's not not – nothing – there's no point to a lot of pe- the penalties they take, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. There, there's no point other than you're just, you're out of position or you're, you know what I mean? Like, some, yeah. th- there's yeah, yeah, yeah. no reason for it.
1: And a lot of times, I, I mean, th- there are a lot of, you know, i found in my notes, if I look back, there's a lot of times in games where I write question marks off off the penalty because, like, I I don't agree with a lot of the penalties yeah. these days. You know, they're they're kind of silly away from the play and the ref will call it for, just to call it to have a power. There aren't play. many penalties called. I mean, what what was it? How many penalties were called last night? There was eight minutes in total. Yeah, but it's it, sometimes I Four feel minors. like the refs just looking to do something. Like sometimes I think the game's going well, a momentum. <laughs> it's a good game, and then like a make work yeah, situation. Yeah, exactly. And and I think I think it's oh, it's time for a power play, and and we'll, we'll give one. But I, uh, that, that's another thing I, I'd say. Just while we're on the topic, it, you know, if this power play isn't going, if it's not, you know, I think they were all for how many yesterday let's, you know, have some account. Throw, throw somebody up else on there. You know, sit somebody for a shift. Let them miss a power play so
2: next time they're hungry. I'll tell you one of the things that I noticed last night. I'm just looking at the – I mean, they had a lot of possession during their power plays, but I'm just looking. They, they, they're they on a small sample size, I guess, but they're only two for six uh, face-offs in the power play. It just seems to me that there's still times where they, they're chasing the game. Even, you know, on a power play, even for like 20-second snippets, where they're it's, – it's just not working. And, you know, we saw that Ryan Johansson had that, yeah, that breakaway that last night. should have went night. in. And I don't – I don't understand that. I don't understand those sort of 20-second blips in the middle of what should be a real good power. Like, if you're controlling the puck and you're shooting the puck and it's not going in – that's one thing, but they give up a lot of chances on on the power play, yeah, which concerns me. And if
3: you're losing draws too, like you said, I mean, that's going down the other end yeah. right away. So you're already losing another twenty seconds right there. So now you're at a minute twenty, and not everybody's going to get their ice time, not not all their cookies, mm-hmm. right? So now I don't know—is their personalities clashing on the bench? Who knows? That's that's we're not we're not in the mm-hmm. room. It's hard to—I'm not yeah. going to say that, but it is frustrating because they are they are a talented bunch, but it just seems like they're missing that little. That like that little oomph, you know, like they're just not getting it done. That little bit that you need that this time of year, that I think maybe it's a young team, maybe that's growing pains. But like I said, maybe this is going to help them go into their playoff push.
2: Who knows? One thing I will say last night, um, I w- I'm going to give Mike Babcock credit for this, considering how shorthanded they were defensively. I mean, he had he had uh, Hall playing with Riley. I saw Ozaganoff playing with Hainsy. Had Hainsy playing with Riley. I mean, he he did. He tried to keep his defenseman in the game as 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 long as possible, um, but man, I just again Ron Hainsey twenty three minutes forty one seconds, thirty two well, he, shifts.
1: He's got he, but he he has to see what he has. I mean, yeah. this might be what he's going into playoffs with. He's got, got more
2: even strength. Uh, I, he had more even strength uh, ice time by far than anybody in that team last you
1: night. You know, as by a far. as a coach, this is still he knows he's they're going to be in playoffs. Yeah. He knows they're probably going to play Boston and. He needs to see exactly what he has. If he has a decision to make in a third period, am I playing Branson or Hull? Mm-hmm. Or who am I putting here with uh, with uh, Riley? He, he, You need to... That, that has to be already decided before he's put in that situation.
2: Um, what do you guys make of where Jake Muzzin's game is right now? But leaving aside that giveaway. Um, been disappointed by what you've seen out of Muzzin since the acquisition? No.
1: Andre? Uh, no, no, no. Like... Um, I I think it's really easy to see when uh, you know when he causes a turnover or, or you know it's easy to point people do this a lot with Jake Gardner but at least he's trying to make a difference mm-hmm. you know what what I like about Muzzin is he he's he's going out there he's trying to play physical he's he's pinching uh, uh, trying to keep pucks in deep in the uh, in the offensive zone you you could see his 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 try his uh,
3: maybe he's trying too much.
1: Maybe, but he yeah, but that's what I was that just that gonna year. say. I mean, he's been playing with Drew Doughty, so so a lot of you know if whatever his flaws are, uh, they've been a lot of them probably been hidden. You know, when I you think he is, guy what like he is. He's a yeah. big
3: man, hits, good shot, blocks like line game. well.
1: I think they I think they needed a defenseman like that, and you know, I, I don't think he's a number two per mm. se, but uh, you know, a, a three four guy for sure, and they, I think that's what he brings.
3: I think he's a good guy with someone like Riley because he'll take the hit he'll he'll go behind the net he'll get to the puck first and and give it to like he did with Dowdy. right he Mm -hmm. he wanted Dowdy to have the puck all the time now he's forced to make those plays that he hasn't been making the last few years he's a very good player that that helps with someone like that skill level right O'Reilly needs someone like that they need someone that can take the hit so he doesn't absorb all absorb all that damage Mm -hmm. during a game because it's 82 games a year that's a lot for a a player of their caliber to take
1: and and Muzzin has a
2: Stanley Cup. That's yep. big in the room. Did he to, have two or was he only there for the
1: one? I don't know. I, don't I think know. he was just but,
2: there for the one.
1: But, you know, that that's huge. He knows what it takes to get
2: there. And that's one of the reasons when they acquired him. One of the things that uh, Kyle Dubas said yeah. was we're getting a guy who has that experience of uh, of going on a playoff run because that's one thing. It's one thing they don't really have. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know, I mean, John Tavares is a great player, but – he does not, not exactly have a uh, you know, a lengthy resume of, uh, of postseason success. Um, we are going to uh, take a break. When we come back, we'll do a little offside-onside. It's uh, Leafs Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590, The Fan.
0: Subscribe to our radio shows at iTunes or with your favorite podcatcher. No medical exam or health questions will be asked. Sportsnet 590, The Fan, on demand. Now, back to Leafs Morning Skate on Sportsnet 590 The Fan. Oh, Offside. Oh guys, five minutes each for fighting. Or onside. My goodness! Whose side are you on? Hey, get off my back. All right, let's go. All
2: right, welcome back to Leafs Morning Skate. On Sportsnet 590, the fan. We're going to have to do a special mm-hmm. Roots uh, of segment just for Andre DeVoe after we do offside, onside. This is, this is not fair. On man, Twitter start turning your mic on, man. Yeah.
1: Oh, sorry. it's Killing I, me. Well, they, they, your voice they, is low enough, man. They usually do that for me. They're, they're snoozing in there. What's I going on to, in there, Travis? I had to
2: bail you out. Uh, <laughs> the, I got to do offside, onside. Uh, okay, do it. Do, to do, on, I do okay, offside, I onside. Do it. onside. Yeah. Take I wanna another nap, man. It's Travis's fault. It's not Travis's fault. Uh, <laughs> Travis is otherwise engaged. This goes back to the accountability
3: we were talking about. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, show some accountability, uh, damn it. Uh,
1: actually, There's not there enough depth go. here. There's That's not enough the depth problem. In the It's a culture room. thing in the dressing room.
2: Um, <laughs> so, no, you know, this is a second game of a back-to-back tonight. We we're led to believe Garrett Sparks will start. If it's me, I'm starting Freddie Anderson uh, for a couple of reasons. First of all, team hasn't. the team's lost four or five. Secondly, there's plenty of time to rest Freddie Anderson coming up. This uh you know, this schedule's pretty easy for the lease. It's hard at the end. You've got the Islanders and the Hurricanes, two teams that you know will be looking to uh to solidify or get into the playoffs, solidify their playoff position to get into it. But uh I, you know, after what Garrett Spark said that last game, uh I, I think if I'm Mike Babcock, I'm I'm starting Freddie Anderson tonight. Your next game is Saturday. I'll let Garrett Sparks have the Saturday night game against the Rangers, but I want to see Freddie Anderson play right now. I'm coming off a game I lost, but I like the way my team played. I want to give my team a chance to win this game, maybe win it big. So if it's me, Freddie Anderson's my starting goalie tonight. Uh, Andre? I
1: I think you're absolutely offside. Um, Yeah. I, oh. I I would right y- to it, yeah right right to it, right, right, yeah. right to no problem it, with yeah. the microphone that time. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'd say just because there's only a couple back-to-backs left, so you're only going to have probably two more spar- uh, starts for Sparks. That's this a year. good thing, though, isn't uh, it? That's a great thing, <laughs> in my opinion. I, you know, I don't want to. I, I I let me I rag on Sparks. But I have a lot of respect for him. He spent a lot of time in the HL and worked his way up and won a Calder Cup. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if he's... No, he
2: deserves a shot. Yeah.
1: There's no doubt I, about that. I, I just, I... I'm just not 100% positive right. he's a great NHL backup yet. But you want right. him to play tonight? Yeah, I Yes, I do want him to play tonight just because I think with Freddie Anderson, I don't think it's a physical thing. I don't think he's hurt. I don't think it's, it's he's not in shape. I just think he needs some time. He's, he, the, 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 he's carried this team for... I, I, how many months now he's been their best player, their MVP all year, and he's going through a bad spell. Give him some time off to rest before playoffs. He's earned that, and and you know there, there's plenty of time here to go forward for him to get his confidence back and start peaking for playoffs. That's what you want. But come playoffs, he's going to get no rest. This team's going to live or die by him. Mm. So. This is your, one of your last chance to rest them. You you take advantage of that opportunity. I'm going to
3: say onside because... There you oh go.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, there Come go. on, buddy.
3: Former Winnipeg uh, Jet rising in my new, defense. So new,
1: like Ziggy's not the only trader now.
3: How many back-to-back <laughs> games have they won this year? The second one of the back-to-back. They're like
2: five and six, I think.
3: Losing? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the definition of insanity? Trying the same thing over and over again and think you're going to get a different outcome. So put the same goalie in, get his confidence back against a team that's struggling. And come on, let's All get right, it rolling.
1: But you, that's a double-edged sword, but I mean, if you put him in tonight and he gets the Ico comes down and gets a Hattie or something, and or, man, you're so you, negative. Uh, you get I'm, the not ne- right. I'm not. Get I'm not. I'm just. Positivity, I'm baby. just saying that you could. You, you might build this confidence. You
2: might also kill it. That's <laughs> ah, gonna build it. All right. So we agreed that I'm on side. Yeah, No, on we side. don't agree. You're, against, you're never on side. even when you're on
1: Jeff. You're offside. I know that.
2: So let's talk about your guy, Risto Roots Well, he's just been on a heater. That okay, I'm, I'm what's marks- a heater? Explain that. Heater. Like a pimple? I'm no. not a hockey guy. What's a <laughs> heater?
1: He's just been, uh, is, is when things are going like. Right now with his <laughs> – I you're I can't, on the table I, I, and you're yeah. like
3: winning some money, you're yeah. on a
1: heater. Well, yeah. But like, okay. he's they, not winning money right he's now. He's not winning <laughs> money, but the boys would still say he's on a heater right now. But okay. uh, I, I follow Mike Commodore and he, and he shared this, and I'm excited to see this. In the last, in the last 1, 2, 3, 4, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 games, he's minus 15. Like that, That's impressive.
2: He's got a couple of minus threes to, at, at, and tossed in there as well, doesn't with
1: he? With Toronto, with Oof.
2: Philly – uh, he's
1: got a uh, Toronto again, minus two. With Edmonton. Toronto,
2: you don't want to put your number one in. Come on, man. I
1: mean, that's tonight I I'm cheering for this guy now. This is this is my my horse, a green jacket. I'm I'm with Commodore on this. Uh, I this is interesting to me. I mean,
2: that's hard to do, minus fifteen in eleven games, and you're still playing. Well, that must mean. Well, one thing you cannot you can't say that his coach doesn't have confidence <laughs> yeah, in him. I mean, I mean, that's like the guy. I, I remember when I covered the Montreal Expos, Javier Vasquez is his first year. I tell a story. I don't know he was like six and sixteen, had an ERA of about five. And uh, he, one point, Felipe Alou was managing the team, and and he, he called Vasquez into his office and said, "I just want to let you know that you know your numbers aren't really good." But, man, I must think you're a hell of a pitcher, eh? Because I keep sending you out there all the time, even though your numbers aren't any good, <laughs> to, you, to build it up. But that's but the same thing.
1: You, you know thing. how it is. I mean, if you, as a winger, if I was standing at the blue line and there's a play that didn't, wasn't involve, I wasn't involved in at all and I got the minus, it, you know, at the game, if I was minus one, minus two, I'd be like, I might not be in the lineup next game. And it's like that for a lot of guys. And this guy is minus minus fifteen in eleven games the, and like
3: I'm paying him like five and a half million dollars I don't so care. I'm not to take I mean, him out. Yeah, the, I, but
2: the players, do you guys do you pay attention to plus minus?
1: If it's if you're uneasy right now, you are. But if if, okay. uh, if
2: it, I think I think it's a
1: silly stat because, you know, like like I just said, if you're if you're a winger and you're standing at the blue line, like if you're a centerman, a defenseman, I think it makes more sense. Or if you're a really offensive guy, mm-hmm. it kind of shows your value. But it doesn't take into account who you're playing against. I mean, that's a that's a big thing. It doesn't take into account uh, who you're playing with. Mm-hmm. That's a bit, you know, there's no, Ron Haynes, he's having a great year, uh, but he's plus minus leader because he plays on the ice with Morgan Riley. I mean, yep. that's, a, that's the only reason he's leading. You know, I was
3: like a minus hundred in my career, so I'm going to say it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a dumb stat. I hate that stat. No, but it's
2: it, no it, sense. It, it is one of those stats that really, you know, people used to live and die by, it, right? We all, everybody, used to talk about plus minus. To me, one of the things that's happened with analytics that's really good is it's kind of put a different spin on plus minus.
1: See, I think, I think yeah, analytics. I, yeah, yeah. See, I, I, I think all that stuff's kind of silly because I, I think it could give you an idea of what a guy's value is, but you still have to watch a guy, you know, and see what his vision is and see what. But it doesn't take into account the things I just said. Who who you're playing with mm. and who you're playing against is a bigger factor than all that stuff. You know, if, if you're playing with a, a a playmaker or or a guy that has the puck on his stick all the time, and you're getting
3: that'd be perfect for me. Well, I'm not it, to play it, it, but
1: but you know your your stats are going to be better. It doesn't mean you're doing anything different. It just you're playing with a a guy where where the same thing. If you're playing in a grinding role or. or a, Third fourth line roll, your coursing all that stuff's going to be way worse. Austin just-
3: Matthews is minus seven, by the way. Well, Malkin's like minus twenty.
1: I'd still, I third don't, I, yeah, but I, I don't think. Uh, I don't think they did it in eleven games. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the yeah, that's impressive. Yeah, that's that's pretty. That's pretty good. I mean, I, I hope I I hope he's a minus two tonight.
2: Why? Why would you? Why would you say, would I, you say man, that? Just, Can't throw try.
1: that out in the universe and think good things are going to happen. Come on,
3: man.
2: Well, that, that means is
1: bad a, what? karma. No, the least that means the least will probably get a win. I, I'm cheering for this guy. I hope
2: he's well, a minus you're two. Well you cheering for him, can him, can him to the just you, <laughs> you're, you're you're so cheering for him to have a minus two. That's not. You're not cheering for the guy. You're you're you're. Oh, he, you're dumping on he, man. He's dumping on, on him. I'm
1: telling you right now, he's my top. He's in my top three favorite players right now. My, Austin Matthews,
2: Alex Ovechkin, and then and then Ristolainen. What is he? I'm just looking at his. He's minus thirty-seven this year. <laughs> come on, now. Green, come on, Green Jacket minus thirty-seven. Green Jacket thirty-nine points. Thirty-nine points yeah. and That's minus minus thirty-seven. That's, I'd take that year. <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> this defenseman is minus thirty-seven. <laughs> That's uh, a lot of open net goals, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably empty net goals. That that yeah, would that must uh, be it. That would work. And let's um, be honest,
1: Phil Housley's the coach there. He was a pretty offensive guy. So as yeah, long as, he was. As, as long as you're getting some points, I think. he's
3: Neilander versus Kneelander tonight. There you go. Wait,
2: is he there? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he I is. Yeah, level, yeah. You know, I just uh, Alex Neilander. What's he got? He's played four, four games. Four games, two assists. Four games for him. Um, what's uh, what's something when you're coming off of back to back. And you've got a uh, defense corps that's depleted. What, what would be some worrying signs for you guys tonight? Because, again, you're going to have a defense corps that, uh, I mean, as I said, uh, you know, Mike Babcock was juggling around uh, Ozoganov and, and, and Justin Hall. What would be your concern tonight coming into second half of a back-to-back with a depleted defense corps? What do you think Buffalo's thinking of? Get in, get on top get of get
1: on top of their D. That's what Buffalo's thinking. They're thinking these guys are struggling right now. Don't give them any reason to ha- have any confidence at all. Just get on them, throw pucks at the net. Hope uh, hope a couple sneak in and they'll they'll quit. Uh, from the from the least perspective, simplicity. You know this this, this <laughs> stop this this long bomb stretch pass that all the teams are anticipating and and break out as as a unit and zone time. I think that's the big thing, zone time where where you're actually spending time in the zone and getting quality chances, not just throwing pucks at the net from anywhere, getting quality chances because they have the personnel that when they get a quality chance, they should score.
3: Well, I think it's back-to-back. So, I mean, zone time is going to be tough. They're going to have tired legs. I think a lot of their problem right now has been they've been soft in front of their own net. They're letting mm-hmm. guys just stand in front of there. They're not taking the sticks. They're not battling. They're letting guys walk down. Look at the last couple of games. Guys are walking in and just... It's
2: like three, four seconds on their sticking. Even last night, the Nashville was, was in front of Freddie Anderson awful lot.
3: Yeah, get night. hard on those guys, like start to box them out. I mean, you haven't really seen that. They're losing uh, the foot races into the corners, and they're losing zone time because of that. So I would say they got to bear down and just play harder in front, of their, in front of their goaltender. We give a lot of flack to Freddie how he's been playing, but like you said, he's played hard all season, and I don't know if it's been that much different all season in front of him.
1: You, even with the stretch he's had, he's still the MVP on this team. Oh, oh without the, question. 1,000%. This team wouldn't be in the position they're in without him.
2: Yeah. I uh, I mean, look, I think – get I th- some of that good karma back. Eh? Oh, yeah, I, I think it's <laughs> I think it's between – I really think it's between him and, Minus Mar- two, him and Morgan Riley. And I understand there are people out there. Look, Mitch Marner's had a great year. Um, John Tavares has had a tremendous year. You know, Matthew's you know, still going to have 34 goals. 34 goals in 59 games. That hasn't been bad. But to me, the top the, the top two, the most valuable players players on this team are Freddie Anderson and Morgan Riley, um, and and um, you know we'll just. But yeah, I, I, man, if it's me, I'm starting. I'm starting Freddie tonight. I, I it's it's not that it's a must win, but it's a game I'd like to win.
1: I I wouldn't I, you be know, surprised. It's a game I'd I like I, to win tonight. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you know they they thought about it or, or they discuss it, but. I just think at the Maybe end of the day. Maybe you let Freddie
2: make the call here. Is is this one like of those situations that. where you let you, you go yeah, to him. Are I, you ready? Do you yeah, want to do I would, this?
1: I would I would like that a little bit more, but at at the same time, I just think the thinking will be, you know, if if we're playing Boston and we're getting into game six and Anderson looks a little tired, I, I would you're gonna be thinking, I wish I would have rested him that meaningless Buffalo game.
2: Yeah. I just uh I, I, I don't I don't know. I'm I'm really kind of conflicted in this cuz I just don't trust I don't trust Garrett Sparks at all. No. I I mean, bad, you know what? He's in front of a mic or on the ice? <laughs> no, bad I just I expect bad thing and you know, guys pointed this out early in the year and I, and, and and it might have been Kipper talking about this. I just don't ever get the sense that he's confident and comfortable. Well, like, I'm almost it's almost to the point when he makes a save that I'm surprised if, that he makes it. If save. I
1: if I turn back if I turn back to my notes to the Ottawa game, that's the last time I took a lot of notes. I, I haven't I, taken
3: I, a note all year. Well, Man, I, I'm I impressed from that sh- I, yeah. Well,
1: uh, hey, I'm not Ziggy, though. Ziggy, like, lines up the whole table yeah. with, like, papers, and then he's got a spare microphone. But he's also bag. a coach, too. Yeah, that, sh- that is true. I shouldn't.
3: I ate sh- some bad steak last night, so I missed parts of the game, y'all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How long are you supposed uh, to leave
3: meat in the fridge before uh, uh, it goes bad? <laughs> what? Anyway. Did you
2: freeze it? No, like it's already cooked. Oh.
3: If uh, if I go back Is to that my no-no, uh, oh
2: man! Sometimes you can overestimate the
3: just because <laughs> it's in winning, <laughs> just, recipe, because it's, you know, just because it's just because it's cooked, cooked doesn't wife? mean. I
1: was playing as crappy as least we lost four <laughs> games. Stop <laughs> it, okay? <laughs> well, if I go back to my notes, like every time Sparks starts, like I go back to the CC goal, I I have a question mark at the end. The Gibbons goal, I have two question yeah. marks at the end the priorvy goal like uh, the first one you that know was... is, is, is not not the one off the post the the other one i mean i have a question mark uh, the duclair one i have three question marks you know you you, you you know that's not a good thing when i'm watching an nhl game yeah. you know I, i'm not not to say that they're all his fault i'm sure if i slowed down the video with the goalie coach
2: he could explain to me but he doesn't he no, i'm with you in this i He's not going to make you a game-saving save. No. He's just not. And and, and if it does probably happen... He's going to let a bad one in. If that's... it does happen, you're going to be surprised. And that's never a good thing. Like, what I want from my backup goalie, I don't expect you to necessarily win every game. But just give me... Be consistent. Just give me a chance in that night. And I don't think Garrett Sparks gives him a chance. And when your backup go, goes in... I mean,
3: the guys are in the room saying, let's play hard for this guy. Because yeah. he might not have played for however many games, but... I'm with you on this one. I think uh, Freddie should go in tonight. I think I like what you said. He should be up to him
2: if he feels good. Go in. You go in. You you let listen him, to
3: him this time here. Yeah,
2: for sure. Let him make the decision uh, because, as we said, they've got one more back to back, and 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 you know those. I mean, I'll tell you if if, if the Islanders and Hurricanes games matter in the playoff standings. You're. You're almost going to be expected to start Freddie Anderson in those games if those games count. But you want don't. to go with your number yeah, yeah,
1: one. Yeah, but they, they
2: don't. like we, we, It's pretty much decided what's going to happen. Now, ah, the Hurricanes, though, that yeah. game could be important for them. It, it could. Yeah, it could. But... So then you're going to have to – do you want to be the guy that starts Garrett Sparks in a game that decides whether or not the Hurricanes go into the playoffs or not? I don't know. I don't know. It's better than being the other way. I suppose it is. Yeah. Uh, that is it for Leafs Morning Skate. Don't forget Leafs and Sabres, 7 o'clock tonight on Sportsnet 590. And Sportsnet for Andre DeVoe and Sean Mathias, I'm Jeff Blair. Thanks for joining us on Leafs Morning Skate.